0: You're listening to the big show with George Russick and Maddie Rose
1: on SportsNet
0: 960 the fan.
1: Oh, hi there. It's a Friday. It's the big show, Russick and Rose. SportsNet 960, the fan. Hello? Hello, are you there? Yep. All right. We're good. No We're problem. fine. Does my mic work? Yeah. yeah <laughs> <Jimmy> hey! Hey! <laughs> like Boop. I'm sure some of our listeners will be like, good, your mics are working, idiots. But uh, a little bit of a technical snafu, but we're fine. We're back on the air. Everything's fine. Everything day, is
2: fine. Day like today, nothing to talk about. I, I just no. don't know what changed. You know what? You know what? Friday, let's just start the weekend early. Wrap her up. Yeah, shut it down. Put her, put her away. All shut our her bosses,
1: down. our big bosses are in town. They yeah. just come in and the studio's dark. <laughs> <laughs> and we're just playing CBS. Yeah, we had one speed bump and went home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we just quit. Yeah. We just quit right away. It was too hard for us. Yeah. I'm going to head out. Yeah. We'll be back Monday, though. Yeah. Don't worry. Hey, did you find the mic processor yet, Patrick? <laughs> he FaceTime. Oh, he's FaceTiming you? It's next to your Justin Rod. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Flames win 4-3 in overtime um, last night. Big win over the Dallas Stars. Yeah, that, that was really Humongous. Fun. Wow. That was really fun. Yeah, what a uh, game. Another comeback win. That's the ninth uh, time in their last 12 where they've trailed at some point and then ended up getting a point. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. 2.0, baby. That's Oh, here we go. Ma- rack it <laughs> up. How long ago was the away Flames?
2: Uh, was that 17-18, I want to say? It was a uh, while ago. Okay.
0: It was the last time they missed the playoffs, wouldn't it be? No, not, no, not they, last they, season. They the
2: made season before. They made the flame. They made the playoffs, I think. But hmm, let me see. Find way flames. Oh, look at all these bloggers writing about it. Perfect. Um, yeah, it was a few years back.
1: No, okay. Because uh, Derek was busting out that call last night.
0: Two point oh, new. Two point oh, they're back. New baby. and improved.
1: Mm-hmm. It's like your iPhone update where they can steal your information further. Mm. Um. Wait, all right. Point? What? Uh, we got. Uh, no, I love Apple and Rogers and. Stuff. Yeah good one. Okay, um, nice cover. Flames win. Uh, and, oh, and by the way, the flames trading Nikita Zadorov yesterday. Oh yeah, see him that happened too. Uh, right before the game. It's like, what now? Yeah, and, four o'clock. Yeah, and no insider had it either. The flames tweeted it out, which is awesome. Like they broke their own trade, which I like. I like when organizations do that, where they get a fast one over guys like Elliot and Frank. I like it.
2: It was a Flames PR tweet that I got a notification for first, which is very rare that it is them who get out in front of it. But yeah, sure enough, third Um, and fifth. uh,
1: uh, Choose your own adventure uh, when it comes to uh, the Calgary Flames last night because we got a lot to do in the Rose Report straight ahead. Mm -hmm. A ton to break down on this game. Our big show uh, Flames analyst, Mr. Brent Cron, in studio, we think, at 8 o'clock if things are working properly around here. Frank Saravoli, NHL Daily Faceoff, joining us at 7.30. Uh, what do you want to talk about first, the trade or the game? Let's start with the trade. Okay. Um, first blush for me, mm-hmm. uh, a little maybe underwhelming, just a touch. Uh, a third-round pick in 26 from the Canucks and a fifth from Chicago uh, in this year's draft coming up in 2024. Uh, but I think the key to the deal is... And I think a lot of people are missing this fact. And we had Brian Burke on the show a few months ago. And do you remember when he said, uh, we don't talk enough about how cap flexibility is a big time asset in today's game? Without a doubt. And the fact that the Flames didn't have to eat any money in the Nikita Zadorov deal, I think was a big catalyst on why that deal got done yesterday. And you obviously, if you read the tea leaves, which none of us did, and I think none of us did in the hockey world, was the Anthony Beauvilli deal open the door for the Flames to acquire Nikita Zadorov? Uh, here's one quick thing. I got a couple things to say. I want to get your opinion on this. Yep. Number one, uh, that was key for them to take all of his money. Because if the Flames potentially they could be trading Hannafin, they could be trading Tanev, they could be trading Lindholm. they might have to retain some salary or take some salary back or retain some salary. From a third team, you don't know how things work now because there's a lot of third teams uh, retaining salary deals we see in the NHL. You, you got to give yourself that flexibility if, in fact, you are going to make all these trades at the deadline. So that's very well done by Craig Conroy and the Flames not to take back any money. Also, I like this deal for this reason. Don't let the door hit your ass on the way out, Nikita. You go out there in Toronto in the league's biggest market. You you snow job everybody. You kick them down and you start just hammering snow on top of them. You don't tell anybody. Nobody knows. You don't give the organization a heads up that you're going to go with this trade request in the biggest market, which was so premeditated and it was just a bad look and very immature by him and his agent. And I like the fact that Conroy and the Flames are like, you don't want to be here? Bye, especially with how this team is playing. I like that. There's something to be said for that. Another point a lot of people are thinking, I don't know what you were thinking you were getting for Nikita Zadorov. The guy is a third pair defenseman. He could be a second pair defenseman if he didn't play such a roller coaster type game, but you were never getting a first round pick for Nikita Zadorov. That's just the reality of the situation. So you get the increased cap flexibility. You get the third round pick back, which you essentially gave up to get him in the first place. And you get rid of a guy who brazenly went out there and did a trade request, which, which affected the team so much. So where Michael Backlund has to have a meeting to kind of put out some fires with this team internally. I think after digesting it, as long as now I have for over 12 hours, I'm okay with the deal. Your thoughts on everything I just said. I'm right there
2: with you, buddy. Like, this is one of those things that I think if this had broken during the show, we would have had a lot more of a kind of knee-jerk reaction because you see a third and a fifth, and I think you start thinking, like, Zadorov. he's having a good season. You know, best defenseman on the team as per his agent, Dan Milstein. Which is ridiculous. Yeah, it is. But you can probably get a second for him, even if, you know, we all know he's not the best. Like, we understand what the agent's doing here. But we, you can probably get a second um, but you bring up a whole bunch of points that I had kind of thought up yesterday, like doing my, my little pros and cons list, George, mm. one side heavily outweighed the other. Uh, I agree with you. They didn't retain money, but more importantly, they didn't use one of their three retention spots. Yeah. So you can still use those for Hannafin, for Lindholm and for Tanev. If you do indeed going down that route Uh which, you know, kind of listen to Craig Conroy. Sounds like they're very much still planning to do that. Um, like Kevin Weeks said yesterday, the Leafs were in it, but in order to make it work, they would have had, a, the, the Flames would have needed to retain and retain quite a bit. Um, so that's a good thing. You moved out a budding problem after a trade request. Um, the Canucks were really the only team that could do the deal right now with that Beauvilliers trade that you had mentioned moving out the the four plus million dollars and able to take on the, the whole three-point seven five you have more cap space if you want to make trades now or at the deadline like if there's an opportunity to trade one of these current players and in order to do it you have to bring back some money in order to get yourself you know a first round pick instead of a second or something like that that's huge for this team as far as using that cap space down the road in the short term that cap space can be used to call up younger players that's matt coronado Ilya Solovyov, and, and more importantly, I would say that there's actually a spot on the blue line for Solovyov to play, too. So that's the other thing with the younger prospects. So those would be the, the pros, I think, from a Flames perspective, on top of getting a third and a fifth, which, you know, that's, that's still good value, which you can either use to select or you can trade those picks to try and get yourself other assets. As far as the cons, you, you moved him in division. He was a great soundbite when he was here the deadline does or the 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 return did, does feel a little bit slight. Yeah. Um but that would kind of be the 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 three that I that I came up with as far as things that we don't get to see for at here. So, um overall, uh after kind of sitting on it for a while, uh, I think this is a good deal, but this is going to be one that is also judged based on everything else that they can do this season because the biggest thing here is that they have been given a little bit of room. Now the question is, how are you going to use said room? It's it's one of the most important things here. So I well, think that's gonna be the, the biggest thing on on this deal moving forward is is what comes next.
1: Well, we literally had the conversation yesterday with who is gonna go down, how are they gonna bring these guys up? Is something we had the conversation about yesterday.
2: Yeah, it was more for the forward group. Sure. But but sure. again, it's just
1: it's just organizational Flexibility, And we know that when, when Daryl was let go, it was about a culture change with the Calgary Flames, and especially with the new general manager. And again, I'm sure Conroy agonizes over every move, especially this early into his tenure as general manager, because the microscope is on him. What is he going to do? What is he going to look like? What is all this going to look like? But you know what? I, just thinking about it, even this morning on the way here, I like the fact that they, they got rid of him. You didn't want to be here. See ya. Bye. And that's something that a lot of fans are very uber sensitive to in this city, that guys who don't want to be here, they have that negative. And again, just the way Zadorov did it. And there's a little piece of me. Maybe this is, you know, the the, the bitter, uh, cynical side of me. I kind of like that they didn't trade him to the Leafs. Like he wanted to go to Toronto. That's why he did it in Toronto. He wanted to go play in the bright lights in Toronto. Vancouver's not a small market by any means. Vancouver's a big-time uh, team in the National Hockey League, but I like the fact that it didn't trade to the Leafs. Like maybe yeah. I'm being super petty and super small when I say that, but I like the fact that he kind of didn't get what he wanted. Because he wanted to go to the Leafs. That's why they did it when they were in Toronto. Yeah,
2: I, a lot of reports have said that the Canucks were kind of like the second team that he would have liked to go to, be in a Canadian market where everybody cares and, and be in one of the the big cities, which like we know a lot of the Russians do prefer to kind of be in these big metropolis-type areas. So, um, yeah, it, I, I guess, in a sense, that that's solid. But for me, the the thing here is... It doesn't really matter who he went to. Like the the five teams that were reportedly in on Nikita Zadorov, as per Kevin Weeks of ESPN, mm-hmm. were the Devils, <laughs> the Islanders, mm-hmm. um, the. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can hear ours. That. Yeah, yeah. I can, we yeah, can hear we, that. Sorry, I'm Maddie, right. I'm just testing. Yeah, no, you
1: sound. It. It's I, I like your humming.
2: <laughs> I, I thought he all. was just, just like singing himself a little
1: well, song yeah. there. I was...
2: <laughs> sorry, like I don't.
1: Sorry, I, I don't mean. I know now you're totally lost your train of thought. But real quick, <laughs> so sorry. But real quick, Patrick, like, are you are you with me? I'm, is that being a little petty for me? That I no. kind of glad I didn't trade him to Toronto. I'm so,
3: I'm so hilarious. It's so hilarious that he has to come back here tomorrow. Which is the best? And it's gonna be so. I hope the crowd gives it to him. I really do.
1: Yeah, they I I really are going to get do. your wish, Patrick. Yeah. No, you No, <laughs> totally yeah. no you, like you should boom boo event, the S out yeah. of Nikita Zadorov tomorrow. You should. <laughs> do it. Again, hey, guy, you know what? Oh, that should be. Remember when he had the comments about the care factor or whatever, whatever, yeah. whatever he was saying earlier this season? Mm, I was like, was oh, that, that should be the real character. want a tough coach? Team. You got yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Have fun playing with Rick Tukit. I think now, he
2: is going to have fun with well, Rick too, yeah, until, until he starts throwing some pizzas up the middle, yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> Mamma
2: mia. The only
1: thing I don't like in all of this too is Leaf fans have no idea that the bullet they just dodged, because Nikita Zadorov would have been elevated way higher in their blue line than he should be, in the, in the National Hockey League, and that would just would have added to some. Issues for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Also, the
2: the fact that he went to the Leafs and the fact that Tyler Myers doesn't shoot the same way as him means that we could have perhaps the most chaotic, gigantic defensive pairing we've ever seen. That
1: would be awesome.
2: The Chaos Giraffe and the Russian Roller Coaster. Slap them together and let's see what happens.
1: All right, let's get to. Uh, oh, the also, the one point yeah. I
2: wanted to make. Yes. Uh, so, Weeks had mentioned the Devils, Islanders, Leafs, Stars, and Canucks were the five teams that had been mentioned. Sure. After Vancouver traded Beauvilliers, they obviously had the room to make the deal and take on the, the whole hit of uh, Zadorov. Going by Cap Friendly's projected cap space, can you guess how much room the other four teams have combined this morning? $1.597 million okay. Might as well be zero The Leafs were at zero Yeah, it's it's not even half So yeah. um, There would have been other moves that needed to be made The Islanders had room that they could have done it for daily But then they would have had to do other things down the road To move out like $3 million of cabs, So that would have created a problem for them So basically This is kind of one of those things Where everything came together at a perfect time Where you had yeah. to request And then Bovilia get traded And now you have uh, a place to send them um, obviously it's not great that it's in division, but whatever.
1: Uh, you'll, uh, you'll have some more, I'm sure Craig Conroy audio on yep. Nikita's a door off deal. We'll do that straight ahead in the Rose report. We'll break down the big four, three overtime win over the Dallas stars. Frank Servalli's going to join us. Brent Cron, our big show flames analyst in the eight o'clock hour. It's all straight ahead. It's the big show. It's George, It's Matt, It's Patrick, it's GVP. It's chaos audio wise today, but it's fine. It's Friday. We're all good. Everything's good. Everything's under control. Sportsnet 960, The Fan. It's the big show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio. Frank Cervalli, NHL daily Faceoff, will join us at 7.30 and our big show Flames analyst Mr. Brent Cron in studio for the 8 o'clock hour. Flames with a 4-3 overtime win over the Dallas Stars last night down at the dome. Nazem Kadri the hero for Calgary. Oh and by the way they traded Nikita Zadorov pretty much right before puck drop last night. So that was fun too. Yeah. Oh and by the way Nikita Zadorov and the Canucks in town tomorrow. Love how that works. He's not leaving. He didn't go anywhere. Go <laughs> yeah, leave. I'm just going to stay here and wait, wait for the for team to show up. Yeah. Cool. I know where to go. I know my way around. Bring me my jersey. Yeah. Um, Flames are the big win. Nikita Zadorov is traded. And uh, we had a football game last night. Hell of one. Uh, Maddie's got a lot to do in the Rose Report. It's a busy Rose Report, it is absolutely jam packed. And let's get to it. And it's brought to you by Motorworks. If you own a BMW, choose Motorworks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Avenue, 3rd Street Southeast. Marty Rose. Matt Rose. Matt Rose.
0: Adam Rose. Rose and Blue. Maddie Rose. The Magnificent Maddie Rose. Ah. Ah. What was the
1: second one. Who was the last one there? That was me when I did the pregame. Oh. oh. Can we hear that again?
0: Marty Rose.
1: Yeah. Matt Rose. Matt Rose.
0: Adam Rose. Rose and Blue. Maddie Rose. The Magnificent Maddie
2: Rose. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Shucks. <laughs> I'm blushing. Boys, we get got so much to get to. The Flames traded the door off. They played the Stars. Week 13 of the NFL got underway. Tiger Woods is back at it again. All that and a look ahead to the weekend. Let's ride this train right into the weekend, baby! <laughs> Yes, sir. Uh, start with the Flames yesterday. It was only positive vibes. Positive vibes as Nikita Zadorov left the Flames dressing room, <laughs> traded to the Vancouver Canucks. Canucks? Mm hmm. Off to the West Coast. In return, they received the Blackhawks' best pick in the fifth round of 2024 and the Vancouver Canucks' third round pick in 2026. Canucks took on all of Zadorov's $3.75 million cap at no retention. Calgary still has their three retention spots for their other UFAs. They can also take on salary for expiring deals or um, maybe call up some younger players, give them more of a look. Craig Conroy had this to say on the deal.
0: Vancouver came with a deal that I felt helps the Calgary Flames. When you look at the deal, you'll say we paid a third when we acquired Nikita, we got a third, plus we got another pick. Gives us cap flexibility which is really an important thing for us and it also gives us an opportunity to bring up a a good young player that we believe in and we think is is going to be able to take that spot and now i'm going to get to see him if he can actually do it
2: yeah and this is a guy who in the last two years had 22 and 21 points with the flames playing in 74 and 82 games he's had some very good years but Conroy brings up a great point if i'm another gm i'm going hey listen you got this guy for a third and he scored 20 points when he was in Colorado as well. Is he really that much better than that player? They get a fifth as well. They get some roster flexibility. They keep a retention spot open. And they get rid of a guy who had asked to be dealt.
1: And again, when, when at first blush, when you see the return, you, th- you think it's a little underwhelming. And, and, and maybe a third-round pick is a touch underwhelming. But the key to the deal is not retaining any salary because the Flames, because of this, the CBA and how the salary cap works, you're only allowed three retention spots. And this team has bigger fish to fry come the NHL trade deadline. If, if they trade Tanev, Hanifin or Lindholm, or maybe they don't trade any of them. I don't know, but you can't tie your hands and retain salary for what? A second round pick. Is yeah. that really worth it? No. Like, again, and I don't know what fans were expecting. A first? You're never getting a first for a guy who's a Bear defenseman. He might be uh, a second pair defenseman on some other teams. Probably a second pair in Vancouver right now. Yeah, but the Flames are very deep on the blue line. And I think this is a move, and I like it for this reason. The guy wanted out, and he didn't tell anybody. Mm -hmm. And who was it? Eric on our team? Uh, On our team. On our show, Eric Francis said, yeah, he didn't tell anybody. Or was it Frank? Somebody on our show said, He didn't tell anybody he was going to do this. Backlund told the media he found
2: out on Twitter. (laughs) Yeah, which is
1: absolutely ridiculous and the most unprofessional thing you Mm -hmm. can do Mm -hmm. if you're a professional athlete and your agent. And you know what else I like? I like the fact that I didn't trade him to Toronto because that's where he wanted to go. And maybe I'm being super petty. And maybe that's just the the little bit inside of me that kind of like fraud and shoyed. Yep. Froden showed, yeah. Thank you, Froden Shied. Yeah, Show close it. enough. Mm. Now I'm doubting myself. Wishing bad things to happen. To- yeah, so I'm no. You again, you do not like, want again. me on your side. In the what words of Kelly about- Clarkson, uh, I don't. I don't wish bad things, but I don't wish him well. <laughs> um, but I. Uh, I want. I I love the fact that it didn't trade. It sucks that he traded within the division to a Canadian to a big rival, the Vancouver Canucks. That's fine. Have fun with him on uh, the blue line. Hey,
2: listen, Galaxy Brain move. They're going to sign him six by five, and Flames will just feast on his turnovers for the next half it decade. It'll be great. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: I I want to do this for the text topic. Yeah. They're they're playing the Flames tomorrow mm-hmm. in what will be his debut. I would imagine. Mm-hmm. 960 960 name and location. Tweet us and your Nikita Zadorov chirps. Mm. Because <laughs> you should boo that man. It's like the, it's like the, the, like the meme. Boo that man. You should boo that man tomorrow. You should boo him a lot because no. he didn't want to be here. No. And that's another thing I like about this deal. He didn't want to be here. Don't let the door hit your ass on the way out, Nikita. All right, let's get to the okay, game. Sorry. Go okay, ahead. let's get to the game.
3: <laughs>
2: oh, about them flames. How about them flames? <laughs> Mark's from back between the pipes after taking in the last game from the couch, perhaps propped up in bed, swaddled in blankets, sweating out a flu. <laughs> What an image. Big six foot five mark. Had like an ice pack on his head. Yeah. He's got like the, the thermometer little, sticking yeah, out the yeah, side of his mouth. Yeah. It's like hanging <sighs> when he tries to talk. He's got like a, a big mug of cocoa, yep. perhaps. Hmm. Anyways, uh, Gilbert and Jordan Osterley. The third pair was the door gone. First period, goals aplenty. Stars got the first one off a rush play. Coleman and Backlund chase the same man on a back check, gives some room. A couple tidy passes. Defenseman Thomas Harley puts it under the bar on the rush for his fourth of the season. Just five minutes in, but the Flames would get that one back. Really can't write this story much better.
0: Comes streaking it up the left wing side. He circles the Stars net and drops it to 10 and 10 and centers. They score tough to tell who touched the puck last but I think Chris Tanev bounced it off a Stars player and into the net
2: he sure did Derek double bubble for everybody double bubble? Hell yeah Tanev gets his first of the season in the game after he tried to eat a William Carlson shot in the slot back in Vegas It's okay to joke that he tried to eat that puck because he's okay, right? Yeah. Of course, now the guy's okay. a
0: warrior. Yeah.
1: And chomper's still in his mouth. Yeah. The old
0: champ.
2: The old, old <laughs> champ, the one. Good for him. Flames kept pressing, actually liked how they played in the middle of the period, jumped on a turnover, and then...
0: Harley ...scored the opening goal, and he'll skip it across the ice. It goes behind Duchesne, and is picked up by Huberdeau, who walks in and drops it. Backlund shoots it. Bouncing puck. Hannafin scores!
2: Hannafin swoops in, picks up the puck, and swats it into the Stars' net. Yes, sir. Make it five for 55. Hubert, a nice pass to Backlund after the bad turnover by Dallas. And Hannafin getting from his own blue line to the front of the net in a hurry to bury that one. Great job by him. Unfortunately, they couldn't escape the frame with the lead. Marchman jumped on a loose puck, dropped in the slot to tie it with his fifth of the season. These two clubs averaged a total of nine point eight goals over their last five games played. Well on our way after twenty minutes of play. Also, one other note: Zari disgusting dangle that led to a crease chance. Kadri couldn't knock it home, but could have been a play of the year candidate. Put uh, Niels Lungfist in the spin cycle.
1: Uh, you brought up the point yesterday, like what's going on with Connor Zari lately? He was great yesterday, and he was. He, and you said it; he didn't. He didn't have the burst that we've been seeing from him uh, early on here this season. Last night it looked like he had the burst. And is he the only guy on this team right now who takes guys on one on one? Like, who's the, who's the guy who well, has enough who, confidence?
2: Sharon Govich, maybe. He's getting there. Well, I, I, I would say he's got the skill to do it. Confidence, maybe not.
1: Yeah, like, and, and again, he's he's the toe drag wizard here uh, yeah, right now, Connor Zeri. Yeah, to can, to, can too, yeah. Yeah, uh, Connor Zeri trying to toe drag dudes like it's the dub. That's fine. Uh, he, he looks damn good right now, and his speed was a big factor. And that line, Qadri's on last night was absolutely flying, but you got more on the game.
2: No goals in the second, some good chances, great-looking power play, but they didn't score on it. Hannafin and Tanev stood out for me. Hannafin all over the rush. He had one terrible giveaway, but Markstrom bailed him out. Tanev had a few key blocks, one with his back, and then a few minutes later, the 1,500th block of his career, 1,500 blocks that is a lot of contusions.
1: Just think about taking fifteen
2: hundred bucks to your body. Yeah, most of them are like Zadora or like Ovechkin one-timers off the flank on the power play and stuff like that, right? Yeah. It's not; these aren't muffin shots from no. Mackenzie Wieger from
1: the outside. Yeah, no, and and, and it, it's, it was actually laughable. Like Rick Ball and Greg Millen were actually chuckling at the amount of time he was just blocking pucks again last night. And that shot of Vladar, you know he was talking about Tanev and his chopper when both of them were at the bench, <laughs> Yeah, when, when Marston was drinking the water and he did the two thing. You know they were talking oh, about Tanev course. after yep. he just made a ball hockey-like save to block a puck. Right in the butt.
2: <laughs> yes, right in the butt, Patrick. Flames in another close game. Tied at two after 40. You don't want to go to bed with the way this group is playing right now. Uh, Early penalty shot for the Stars. Tanev kind of hooks Mason Marchman on a breakaway. He's able to beat Jacob Markstrom up high. Slow start. Came in with speed. Great shot under the bar. Markstrom unable to get to it. So it was 3-2. And then a few moments later, Markstrom with his best save of the game.
0: Spins. Protects the puck in front, Sagan drops it, Duchesne shoots it, and he stopped not once, but twice by Markstrom.
2: Outstanding stops. Wasn't overly busy, but gotta make the saves when they're there for you. And there he certainly does. Uh, kept it close for the rest of the game. Coming out of the third at TV timeout, the final break of the game. Flames with what I would call a perfect shift from the backland line. They get a clean faceoff win. In their own end then they get a clean breakout clean entry the nice pass over to uh uh the shot from tanev he recovers after a block it goes into the corner huberto and Backlund win a battle huberto with a great sauce pass to Hannifin. Hannifin with a great shot great deflection by Backlund beats his man to the front of the net couldn't have gone any better except there was a hand pass at some point and it was challenged to yeah. take it off the board
1: yeah and you know what i didn't like about that they ultimately what they Millen got it said? right they got it right like it was a hand pass, and it was so like because it hit the leg, but they didn't change possession. And I get it; yeah, it was the right call. What I didn't like was how long did it take Pete DeBoer to challenge that thing? Yeah, yep. that's not the and I love this saying. That's not the spirit of the rule. Yep, it was ridiculous. And then
2: he's showing the refs like yeah. his point on what the do you TV. Think? Should I challenge
1: this? Yeah, yeah I don't know. You're didn't. the you're the coach. Like there has to be a time frame. Yep, I and agree. it just kills. It just saps. I know Ken Reed was. Talking about it. He went on Central after. He hates reviews. Yeah, but it does sap the energy out of the building. Like, it's just
2: ridiculous. (laughs) Which has made it even more impressive. The Flames went out there and uh, another really good shift and moments into it.
0: Haskin, there's it up the far board. It's not out. Huberto knocks it down and backs it up to the blue line. Weaker shoots and scores! (laughs) He was the hero in overtime on Monday, and he might be one of the heroes. Here tonight, Mackenzie Weger with a seeing eye shot.
2: Hell yeah, weak dog. It's a great coddler. Mm-hmm. The boys like to call me the muffin man. Oh, that's not very nice. Oh, well. That's, well, I guess. A little bit of a seeing eye shot right in the top corner. Ties the game. Sent this one. Into extra time.
1: Uh, it was like the oh uh, yep. Go ahead. Sorry, Sorry. it's like nope. the, the NBA saying, um, "Ball don't lie. Yeah, uh, puck don't lie." Uh, the yeah. Flames deserved to tie that game up last night, and luckily that didn't hit Connor Zary's stick on the way to the net. Yeah, which would have been a high stick. Yeah, like good thing it did miss his stick. And how close to that puck get it for that was almost outside. I think outside. half of the puck yeah. was over the blue yeah. line. And good, good on the weak dog just to flip that thing towards the net. And again, well deserved for the Flames. They were dominating that period. They dominated the second. They outshoot the Stars eleven to one. They kept
2: them to six shots in the back forty.
1: Yeah, the Flames were all over them. The forecheck was all over it. Now you're going to get to the overtime
2: winner. <laughs> well, first I want to play this again.
1: That's okay. Great, Coder. Yeah, yeah, he is.
2: <laughs> right on. Overtime.
0: And move the puck ahead to Kadri. Crosses his blue line and now the red line. And now the Stars' blue line and drops it. Dubrowerdo centers it. Kadri scores. The sea of red erupts. The Findaway Flames yeah. 2.0 have done it again.
2: <laughs> Something the matter, Patrick?
0: <laughs> You're not They're better the than fin- the Findaway Flames.
3: <laughs> They're better than the Findaway Flames were. All right.
2: <laughs> Next game for them is Saturday against the Canucks, eh? Oh, is, the Canucks. He is here uh,
0: yeah. I mean, I don't know if he's staying in town or going to have a few bucks on the board that's for sure I'm, I'm curious to
2: know exactly uh what it is but uh you know we we, we don't uh look at those things kind of like you guys do it's you know we're playing the Canucks against a good team sure we're ready to play
1: right it's a really good point okay yeah, yeah they, they, it, it'll just be like a regular game yeah just um, some totally normal game yeah nikita Zadorov will be at the dome tomorrow um 960 960 name and location uh send us your nikita Zadorov chirps because Brent Cron's going to listen to these two in the 8:30 hour. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. So keep them rolling in. 9:60, 9:60, naming location. Your Nikita Zadorov chirps for tomorrow at the Dome alrighty um, moved over to this computer some of the notes
2: I took this morning are gone so I'm going to just fire through this with the other NHL that we had yesterday uh, we had the Oilers and the Jets this one was uh, a Jets lead one nothing early on but then the Oilers do what the Oilers do well kind of Connor Hellebuck lets in a squeaker and then on the power oh. play Leon Dreisaitl gets his 10th of the season Gabe Velarde took the penalty to put the Oilers on the power play right in his first game back from injury uh, I don't have the clip over here boys but did you see what Cole Perfetti said about Blake Lazotte? Gabe Velarde yes Gabe Velarde said about Blake Lazotte. he basically called out the LA Kings forward that put him on the shelf for being a dirty player and saying that yeah I've seen my former teammate do this all the time so basically you just want to make sure that you don't miss the next uh, Kings and Jets game Mm, as uh, that's going to be yep December 13th the Jets will go to LA to face the Kings also, the Canucks lost to the Knights 4-1. Three points for Jack Eichel in the win. The Leafs and Kraken in Toronto. Mitch Marner was wearing the fishbowl, George. <laughs> just needed to get the cage oh, on quickly yeah, in that game. Now Sorry. he's onto
1: the fishbowl. Sorry, I was laughing because Clinton Lethbridge has incredible <laughs> Mickey to I'm that just made me laugh because I just read it. Sorry. Good. But yeah, okay. fishbowl for yeah. Mitch Marner. Okay, fishbowl power. Yeah. Go ahead. Did, did you see, him, see him, him try to put his mouth guard in? Yeah,
2: I sent you that video. Yeah, yes. I know. So, I did see it, yeah. (laughs) You know
1: you can unstrap the fishbowl, right, Mitch? And, like, lift it up for a split second and just put it in? Dude, that that clip gave
2: me so much, like, anxiety, PTSD from being in, like, Bantam and just getting just clobbered and trying to get up off the ice. And you're, like, fumbling to put your mouth guard back in your mouth. And you're on the ice. And then, then all of a sudden, the puck's behind you and it's in your net. And I was like, oh, my goodness. This poor man. Um... Also, Marner had a hat-trick in this yeah, one. Yeah, he
1: had a hat. Yeah, he's all right.
2: His second goal was scored <laughs> 21 seconds into the second period, so like no one in the first bowl saw it. <laughs> it's
1: true. It's true. You know they're mean. having sushi. Yeah, yeah I,
2: I watched the replay. I was having like, where are all the people? Yeah, where are all the people? Yeah. Oh, it's 21 seconds into the second. I ah, get it. They yeah.
1: also do that in, in the playoffs, too. Yep, they important. sure do. Yeah. Well, why would you
2: start watch the start of a period, though? Like, exactly. When I have hobnobbing to do? Bronze Please. Sandwich
3: Brigade, man.
2: Hmm. Mm. Also, what else do I got here? Uh, canth- uh, can- canthers. The Panthers the and canthers. the Canadians okay. from Montreal. How about a milestone for the Finnish captain?
0: Suzuki Ooh. around. Far point. Slavkovsky across. Broken up. Back come the Panthers now. Barkov leading a two-on-one. Left circle walks. in. Johnny scores! Barkov out of the left circle during the four-on-four gives the Panthers a 1-0 lead.
2: Yeah, that's his 250th career goal. Only six Finnish-born players have scored 250. Gentlemen, can you name the other five? Hima Salani. Yes, 684. Yari Curry. Yes, 601. That's second. Baku Koivu. Correct, 255. He comes in fifth.
1: Um... Hold on. Uh, mm-hmm. Yuri
2: Letnin?
1: <laughs> no. I just did that for Patrick. <laughs> no. Uh, there's a
2: reason Pat didn't guess. He knew <laughs> that Yuri Letnin was not a goal <laughs> scorer. Or no, per no for the goals. Yeah, no, um, no. God. You got okay, a couple in the middle here.
1: Yeah, give, give it to me one more
2: Finnish-born time. Finnish born
1: players yeah. that have
2: scored 250. I will say one of these players played for Team Sweden but was born in Finland. Oh, Nick Backstrom. No. Oh, the
3: goalie Nick Backstrom. No. Born in Finland. No, he also didn't score in goals. I know. I was thinking different.
1: Uh,
2: oh, he's uh, a cup, champ- nope. no. cup champion. Nope. Cup champion with the Red Wings. Played with Wayne Gretzky. Thomas Sandstrom. Oh,
1: oh right. And no, you're I also know, forgetting
2: one of the most legendary Flames to ever play in town. Hockey Oli- Lube? Ole Jokinen. Oh, sorry. Are you kidding me? He's
1: Swedish. Sorry.
2: Panthers win it 5-1. Also, hell of a scrap between Josh Anderson and Jonah Gadjevich as this one ended, too. Go check it out. That's it for Canadian teams. Uh, The Bruins shut out the Sharks 3-0. You want some Jeremy Swayman stats? Sure. Okay, 11 shutouts, 62 wins in his first 100 career games. Just another American 10-2, by the way. Love it. Red Wings beat the Blackhawks 5 1. No Patrick Kane. Next time they play, February 25th. That'll be Kane's first game back in Chicago. And also, the night that Chris Chelios will have his number seven retire. Oh, retired. my goodness. Which, uh, well, which yeah, one's nice. going to be a bigger story?
3: Oh, it's got to be Ch- uh yeah. Oh, it's got... I don't know. Right? He's coming back. It's his first game uh, back. Yeah, Chelios
2: though. But it Ch- probably Chelyos is. also went to Detroit
3: after being in Chicago. Yeah, so. that's yeah. why they're retiring him for this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Uh Real quick, this just popped in my head when you gave me the, uh, the Swayman and uh, Linus Allmark stuff. Sure. Um, they're like the Brock Purdy of goaltenders. System goaltenders yeah
3: um yeah i think a lot of it has know. to I've do with jim and yeah maybe that
2: defensive
3: oh, something
1: we'll ask cron uh, yeah not okay, to say yeah. they're good goaltenders but that's right yeah but it helps De- going on there.
2: devils beat the flyers 4-3 in overtime former flame Garnet hathaway tossed for boarding yeah. devils defenseman yeah. luke hughes i don't know if you saw this hit but i don't know how hughes is able to stay in the game he did he scored the overtime winner <laughs> love that him. Matt Barzell scored no t Islanders winning over the Hurricanes. Uh, Ajo scored in the dying seconds, but Barzell got the winner. Uh, four points for him. Three apples for Noah Dobson. Really good for our fantasy team, George. Nice. Uh, UC Saros led four on 15 against the Wild. He got pulled. The Wild win 6-1. John Hines is 2-0 Ooh. as head coach of Minnesota. Connor Dewar, hot hat trick. Uh, And uh, what else do I have in here? Oh, Penguins and Lightning. Close game, chippy game, and something very cool and very rare. Lead
0: pass steered in by Sorella. Jari's got it right here. He's going for the empty net. Did he do it? Did he do it? (laughs) He did! (laughs) Tristan Jari has scored in the NHL. It's Penguin history. The goalie goal. Tristan Jari all the way down. Splits the uprights first penguin goalie ever to do it
2: yeah jari had one in the ahl but that's his first in the nhl he is the 14th netminder to score in the past 10 years three other netminders have scored do you know who they are
1: lena solmark did it last year correct uh i do know this damn you brain how long ago
2: Last 10, years, Last ten years, going back to twenty thirteen, they're both played I, I in the Western Bro- Conference. I
3: remember Waz and Brodeurs. Nope, was no, neither No, I know, I know, Waz ever scored or Bro? Mm. I remember against Montreal. Oh, yeah, play- that was in the Montreal. playoffs, yeah. by the way. Yeah, that that was, wasn't that was super fun.
2: Yeah, damn, uh, <laughs> damn. Mike Smoth did it in twenty thirteen. And Pecorine in 2020. That puck Mm -hmm. came
3: off of Jari's stick at 55.76 miles per hour, covering 148.7 feet, and was as high as 16.4 feet above the ice. Wow. Just picked it. Yeah,
2: I guess. Yeah, can we get the the stat cast on that? (laughs) I want Seriously, I want a little graphic. What did he look like coming (laughs) out of the box? Yeah. Also, uh, this called on the Tampa radio side.
0: Oh, 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 yeah, I want to hear this. Off the middle, Sorelli dumps this in on Jari. He's trying to clear it himself. Toward the open net, and he scores. <laughs> oh, jeez. Tristan Jari scores a goal. It's 4 2 Pittsburgh.
3: Could you imagine if Vasilevsky
1: scored a goal? <laughs> like, that was a goalie goal that guy just called. Yep. And he could get, and he's give so mad and disappointed yep. that the Lightning are losing. Yep.
0: Toward the open net, yep. and he scores. <laughs> Tristan Jari scores a goal. It's 4-2 Pittsburgh.
1: Uh, Jose Bautista at the dish. Uh, It's been a very chaotic inning for the Blue Jays as they need to win this game. (laughs) And, oh, he just hit one one, uh, high fly ball into Into left center field. Uh, Home run Blue Jays. Oh, he (laughs) He threw that bat. Oh, he just tossed his bat.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Toward the open net, and he scores.
1: Uh, Sidney Crosby in the zone. Takes the puck from the corner. 30. Oh, shoots and scores, beats Ryan Miller. <laughs> Canada wins the gold medal. <laughs> congratulations to Team Canada. A huge congratulations. A huge congratulations to, to Team Canada. Team Canada. Great job. Yes. yes. Great Excellent job. work all around.
2: Alright, that's all I got for hockey. NFL Week 13 underway with uh, an NFC clash between the Cowboys and the Seahawks. A couple of playoff teams. Both probably heading for wild card spots. Well, maybe... Mm, Yesterday, not good for the Seahawks. Touchdowns for Metcalf and Lamb and Cooks and Chardonnay in the first half. Chardonnay? Metcalf was doing his sign language chirps after his touchdown again. I love that he does that. You can't get fined that way. You can't
1: get fined for that. I love that that he does that. I think that is so cool that he does that.
2: Standing on business was what he was saying this time. (laughs) After he uh, just served Duran Bland. Uh, Bland did have another interception in this one. But he didn't take it to the house. Uh, a couple of field goals for Dallas would be the difference going into the half, but then another late touchdown for DK Metcalf. His second gave the Hawks a 21-20 lead at the half. Then in the second, four more tutties. Geno Smith and Tony Pollard and DK Metcalf again and Jake Ferguson all getting into the end zone. The difference? Field goals. Cowboys' Brandon Aubrey, 4 for 4. Jason Myers, 0 for 1. Cowboys win it 41-35. to The Seahawks do cover the overcashes, obviously. Um, also, how about this? Where is this here? There was no punts in the game. Yep. Yeah. That is the fifth time it has happened since 1960 in an NFL game. That's crazy. That's, I figured it would be
3: more than that. But yeah. Only five times since 1960.
2: I got to tell you guys, when you're chasing under no punts, not good. Whole, yeah. Not well, good. At least, at least good. you were done before halftime, actually yeah. <laughs> That was it. I yeah, uh, didn't have to worry about yeah, it anymore. The, the nice thing is, like, when you chase it under, you, you get, like, three drives in, and all of a sudden there's 17 points on the board, and you're like, okay, well, yep. we're probably done here. <laughs> That's probably
1: it. Yeah. Uh, Time I, to hedge. Um, first of all, uh, real quick, horrendous clock management by the Cowboys at the end of this game. Why on earth would you throw the football? I know you're trying to, you know, put the nail in the coffin, yeah. hit CeeDee Lamb for a touchdown and to put the game out of reach. There was 134 left on that clock when you threw that football. Mm-hmm. Run the football. Yep. The Seahawks had no timeouts left. They kicked the field goal and leave them with like as as less time as possible. Just bad clock management by Mike McCarthy and the mm-hmm. Cowboys. They got away with it last night, but stuff like that bites you in the ass later on in the season. Next week, yes, Philly, again. and again. <laughs> Cowboys looked a little wonky against a decent team. They hammer all these bad teams, but they kind of got lucky last night and yep. escaped because Seattle was the better team in the first half. Tina
3: was great. Tina was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, DK Metcalf finally popping off. It's been a while for him. Uh, it, it, yeah. Seattle's defense. Like they had a, they had a drive there in the second half where they had five penalties. Like five in a row called on them. And it like was ridiculous really, how many Really, flags really last questionable. Night. Like over two hundred and fifty two yards of penalties last night. Yeah, like it
1: was ticky tack.
3: Oh, it God. was bad. It was very bad. And it was very it was like I was saying, Maddie before the show, it was like little tugs on the jersey, mm-hmm. little little shoulder pulls. Nothing that could really yeah. mess a receiver up.
2: NFC's a mess, so they're probably still gonna make the playoffs, but uh definitely did not help their cause, they being the Seattle Seahawks. So, did you guys see the preview card for next Thursday's game? Yeah, yeah I did. Belichick. <laughs> Why <is laughs> Belichick? Usually, on? they throw up a player. Who are you it, put it's the Patriots and the Steelers. It's JJ Watt for the Steelers, and it was Bill Belichick for the Patriots. And or that Andre brings Stevenson? up a good point. I thought about it. I was like, I don't know. Who you put up there. Well, Bailey Zappi. Is starting, so, and no one knows who Zappi is, so like you're not Stevenson? gonna put him up there. No. But yeah. Ezekiel Elliott's getting more carries than Stevenson so there you go. Lately, lately. Nobody there you go. on that defense is balled out. Since Matthew Judon got hurt, no. <laughs> what? I don't. Yeah, put the most famous guy on the team there.
1: Yeah. Sure. <laughs> going to be a good one. Come on Ooh. down.
2: Watch Thursday Night Football. Hey, watch, you know, watch the fall of the mighty again. You ever seen a god fall down Mount Olympus? Come on down to Thursday Night Football. Oh,
1: Patrick and I will be watching.
2: Tomlin can put
3: the stake
1: like, in Belichick's heart. We're we're all like, you know, laughing. It's going to be a bad game. But Patrick and I are going to watch the whole damn thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Yeah. And I'm going to bet props on it, too. <laughs> yeah, and I, and, yeah no and I am. And no one's going to stop me. Thicko's. Uh, Hey, did you guys hear the Pistons didn't win
2: in all of November? Oh, Oh, in
3: 15?
1: That hurts. (laughs) That's tough in Detroit.
3: Oh, highest paid
1: coach in the NBA, by the way, Monty Williams. Oh, really? Yeah. Hey, where's Dwayne Casey these days? Dwayne Casey. I think he's still collecting checks from Detroit. (laughs) Coach Case. Well, at least the Pistons won their first game, two games of the season. And they've lost everyone since. They're on pace for like eleven wins this year. Come watch some Pistons basketball. And Kate Cunningham, when's he going to take? That was the number one pick. Yeah, he ain't in. It looks like. Nope. <laughs> okay.
2: Raptors host the Knicks tonight. Ooh,
1: that's
3: going to be some spicy there with the Knicks and Raptors yeah. lawsuit. James Dolan, it like has a whole yeah. bunch of evidence on them.
1: Allegedly. Alleged. Yeah. Look, but then yeah, like Masai okay. the Raptors are kind of like laughing it off. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Like, really? Right. You're hurting. Yeah. It,
2: it's on the other network, but pff, look <laughs> at this. You're home for the NBA is Sportsnet. Damn, damn right. 76ers it is. and Celtics on Ooh. Sportsnet one at five 30. That's a banger. That's a banger. Hey, did you guys see Tiger Woods yesterday? At the oh, hero world yes. challenge <laughs> curling in putts 28 feet yelling at his yelling at his caddy. Great read, Robbie. I want to read you this tweet from Dylan death who you might've seen in the um, full swing documentary on Netflix. Tiger just drained a 50-footer for birdie. Shouted, "Great read, Robbie!" to his caddy, Rob McNamara, who hasn't read a putt all day. <laughs> couldn't <laughs> couldn't stop laughing to himself as he walked off the green. Guy is absolutely giddy to be
1: back out here. Oh, I love it. I, it was it was full of the Tiger experience. Yeah. Uh, he had some terrible shots, had some great <laughs> shots, yeah. and he was sweating like a hooker in church. Did you see how much he was sweating? <laughs> what? It's hot down
0: there. It's humid.
1: Yeah, it was the full Tiger
2: Woods experience yesterday. Oh. I went to dinner with my grandparents. Love golf. Got me into the sport. Yeah. Um, I talk, I hear, hey, you guys see Tiger? They're like, Nah, he's done. I was like, Oh my god! Oh wow! They're like, He's three over. What are you talking about? I was like, He, he just came back. Like, throw the guy. He's ball. on one leg.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> they were not having it. They were done. No, nope. and, and by boshed. the way, he was striping it too. He had to drive over 320 yards. Like, yeah. he was hammering tournament the of golf months. ball yesterday. Here's uh, here's a question for all of you: What number comeback is this for Tiger Woods? Patrick, go first.
3: God, it's got to be what five?
1: Okay, I'm gonna say six. Okay, GVP, does your mic work? Seven. It is seven. Whoa. GVP. First one was an old star. Yeah, I don't know. Like nobody can keep track. But this is the seventh one. Only uh, six Hmm. of them by injury. Yeah, and I know this (laughs) because I was watching the golf channel yesterday because I wanted to see all the highlights that Tiger Woods played. Uh, I want to share
2: another tweet from Death Year as well. This one from uh, Jordan Spieth, who finished yesterday's round four under. But a little backstory: His buddy Eric is caddying for Spieth this week. On the first hole Thursday, Eric promised Jordan that for every birdie they made, he would drink one beer while they watched the Cowboys game yesterday. And if he made an eagle, that would be three beers. Jordan Spieth. Uh, two eagles oh. for six beers and <laughs> another six birdies oh, Lord. for a 12-er for his we'll caddy last back. night while watching the game. <laughs> it's going to be a rough day. All yeah, right. uh,
1: I think there'll be some puking in the garbage <laughs> can today yeah. for that caddy.
2: <laughs> you think he's going to be trunk slamming like some of your buddies when you get out oh, yeah. and get after it 9 o'clock <laughs> tea time the next day? He's got, like, slippers on on the first tee. He's wearing a shirt from yesterday that doesn't have a collar. My goodness. Also, locally, just a few notes. uh, Wranglers have a couple of games on the road. The teddy bear toss for the Hitman is on Sunday. Uh, that's going to be a ton of fun. Make sure you grab your tickets if you have not already. They are, not at, left. they are at Medicine Hat tonight. You can listen to that game on your radio at 7 o'clock. The Sunday game also going to be on your radio. The Roughnecks open up their regular season. They are on the road for the first two games before they return home in
1: late December. Uh, and that's pretty much
0: it. And good night and good luck to you, sir. Uh,
1: terrific stuff, Maddie. The Rose Report brought to you by Motorworks. If you want a BMW, choose Motorworks for service and repairs. So glad the gladiators match then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Avenue, 3rd Street, Southeast. Uh, straight ahead, more on the Flames 4 3 overtime win over the Stars. Uh, Nikita Zadorov gets dealt. Uh, we're taking your text messages. Some of these are already awesome. Your Nikita Zadorov chirps 960, 960, name and location. And Frank Saravalli at the bottom of the hour. Lots to do. It's Friday. It's the big show. Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960 the fans.